In this episode, we're going to be going over the blog income report for the Project Coven case study month nine. And I honestly know, I, I, I get it, I have been a little bit lax in putting out this blogging income report. Uh, we have skipped over a couple of months. I will say, however, that nothing really huge has happened except for within the last couple of weeks. And we're gonna, I'm gonna make you aware of what's going on. But basically, we're gonna be going over what happened in the last couple of months with the Project Coven case study. What's the huge, huge thing that I did actually do to it within the last couple of weeks and whether or not it's going to help the site make more money, get more traffic, and most importantly, help you be able to make those same types of adjustments on your site as well. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. But first of all, please remember that this episode will be brought to you by Keyword Chef as well as Niche Website Builders and Ezoic. They are the proud sponsors of the Project Colvin case study, but more on them later. Also, before we get started, if you want to learn how to make your own uh, passive income website, just like the Project Colvin case study, be sure to check the link down in the show notes, bloggerrevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. Had to think about that one. But it's a free training there that you can check out. It'll show you step by step how to do this exact process and be able to make some money pretty passively without actively having to work on it, which is my favorite type of income. So we're going to cover in this episode of the podcast. Um, first of all, what I've been up to, we're going to talk about what we may have done to the site. And I'm not even going to say Mike. We added another H domain. There you go. Cat's out of the bag. But I'm going to give you some good detail as to what's going on with that. Um, we're going to go over the page views, um, some search console numbers, as well as what happened in e with Ezoic in the last couple of months. Then we're going to go over some concerns and potential fixes that I will be going through with this website within the next couple of months as well. And as well as well as what everyone really wants to talk about, the income and expenses for the Project Coven case study. So first of all, what have I been up to? Well, number one, uh, Benji's back in school and he has been now for the last couple of uh, about a month and a half or so. And um, that's been taking a little bit of getting used to. So I'm going to be honest, I hadn't been able to put a ton of work into the site, but I did make um, a couple of uh, goals that we had for this website. We actually still met those goals. In fact, one of the goals that we um, were able to reach. We have reached in about three months earlier than we were supposed to. So even though I haven't been working on it actively, the site has still been growing. Um, we did travel a bit toward the end of the summer as well. And I have been retooling the training over at bloggerrevolution.com. I already slightly mentioned it, but if you want to go check it out, there will be a link down in the uh, show notes as well. So let's talk about some of the changes that's happened with the Project Coven case study since uh, in the last couple of months. Um, number one, we did change the theme of the site. So we went from uh, currently we had Astra Pro running on the site, but we changed it over to Cadence. And a big reason why we changed it over to Cadence was because we were having a Core Web Vitals issue where... I believe it's called the CLS was uh, for desktop specifically. I know kind of weird desktop, right? Um, it was uh, below average. It was getting red and it had been getting red for at least three months or so. And I had no idea why this was going on. So the last resort, and you know, after I had really done everything, I had opened up tickets with Astra. I had opened up tickets with Ezoic. I'd opened up tickets with, you know, anyone who would listen basically. And I kept getting dead ends. So it got to the point to where I had to realize I was going to have to figure this out. So we went ahead and just changed the entire theme. Again, that's kind of a last ditch scenario that I really didn't want to explore, but I had to do something because I was tired of seeing the red numbers within the within the Core Web Vitals. But we did fix it. So after I changed it, I changed to the Cadence theme. And uh, Cadence is, my goodness, it is a lightning, lightning fast theme that is uh, very, very 
I mean, easy to use. It's quick. The free version works just well. You know, it works just as fine. So you don't even really need to buy it if you don't want. But um, so as of right now, I'm actually running the free theme of uh, Cadence right now on the site. And it's like lightning fast. Basically, almost before I press enter, sometimes it feels like the site's already joined, is already up. But um, we went ahead and made the change to Cadence. But we did finally figure out the Core Web Vitals issue that we were having. And, uh, you know, it wasn't anything within the caching settings within Ezoic. It was nothing with any caching that was installed on WordPress itself. Where the problem lied was within the theme itself. There's a section under Customize and General and Performance where I had the load Google Fonts locally which if you have a tool like um, Ezoic, they want you to turn off all your caching plugins, which I thought I had done, but apparently because of this one little check that was within the WordPress theme itself, it caused the entire website to uh, fail the Core Web Vitals. Literally the second I turned that off, you started to see like a hockey stick curve with the numbers with desktop. And now it went from like a 60, 65, whatever it was. Now it's up to almost 90, you know, and we're doing pretty good there. So. That fixed the Core Web Vitals issue. I still have to wait about 30 days or so for it to uh, reflect within the page speed insights, the tool that Google gives us to be able to test our sites in terms of the Core Web Vital scores. But um, I, I'm pretty confident that it's going to pass it with flying colors now because you know I finally had that one stinking little checkbox that was screwing everything up. All right, so the big change to the blog that we have so far is the fact that I did roll over a new age domain into the site as well. This is gonna be the second one. You know, you might be thinking, did you just do that? Well, yeah, we did one in April and that was about almost six months ago. So now we're going to add another one in. Now this one, however, is not just an age domain. It's actually a site. It's actually a site that had 110 articles on it. Founded on Flippa, um, the guy who had it, he bought this uh, domain as a uh, as an age domain himself, and he decided to put a golf site on it. And when he put the golf site on it, he got 110 articles made. He had that done in like May of this year, and. Uh, the site popped up on Flippa around maybe September uh, or late August, early September. It was a domain rating of 10. And uh, I don't know why he uh, wanted to get rid of the site. Um, he did mention that he just wanted to go ahead and get the cash for it. And he sold it for, man, a ridiculously cheap price. And I kind of had to jump on it. It was an age domain, a DR of 10 and 110 well-written affiliate articles on it. And I kind of was like, this is what exactly what I need. So because so many of those posts were affiliate, it's, I had gone after so many informational posts with the uh, Project COVID site initially. Um, I figured out, let's go ahead and start going for some affiliate content now that we have a decent domain rating on the site and start ranking for some more competitive keywords. Now, some of the links that we were able to get from this age domain, even though it was just a DR at 10, it had some pretty, some pretty big uh, names in terms of the links it got. So I got links from tampabay.com aarp.org, yahoo.com. That's a do follow from Yahoo, by the way. Um, Theglobeandmail.com, which is a DR of 90. Um, Groupon, which is a DR of 86. Now, the Groupon was a no follow, but it's still good to have that mixed in in your backlink profile in the first place, right? So all of these sites, an average, all right, an average of around 
88 or so in terms of DR. So it's some pretty big sites. Now, it was only a DR10, so it's not like it was getting a ton from those because not all of those links were um, in content type links. But regardless, it's still you know pretty good. So I was gonna go ahead and just take it and run. Um, some more changes that we made with the blog is that um, now that the DR of the site has risen to a respectable level, we are starting to get constant emails for people reaching out, trying to do guest posts and other types of backlinks. And um, that's what is normal. You know, once your DR on the site starts to uh, raise because people are constantly looking out to try to figure out how they can get guest posts and hear that and the other. And I normally ignore those things. But because I have been using the reverse outreach uh, method that I did talk about in a few episodes previous, we um, are now turning the tides in terms of when somebody reaches out and they want to do a guest post on the site, I tell them, look, I'll give you a link, but in order to give you a link, why don't you find me a link on another relevant site? And by doing that and just kind of doing a couple of email, you know, and just talking about what it is that I want and what I need, it's worked out awesomely well, in my opinion, especially for the amount of work that it's taking. Literally sitting down total, maybe 20 25 minutes of just constructing uh, constructing emails just to talk back and forth with these uh, agencies who are looking for uh, links for their other sites. I'm not asking for payment or anything. I'm just saying, hey, go find me another link, you know, on another relevant site and I'll give you the link on this site. And it's not a one for one type thing. I'm not saying give me a link on the site that you're writing a guest post on. I'm assuming that they're writing guest posts for other sites. And because of that, I can say, hey, just drop me a link somewhere else. Let me know. And then I'll go ahead and include it on my site. It works out remarkably well because by using that strategy, I've been able to get um, a newspaper, you know, out of Philadelphia that has a DR of 50, 51 actually. And then I got four niche relevant sites, DRs of a, on, a, on average of about 40. Okay, so that's pretty good to say maybe I spent 15, 20, 25 minutes maximum on this um on sending these emails back to these people and getting so a total of around you know four to six links that I've gotten from that with literally no work at all, uh, which is is pretty good. I can't really do much better than that. All right, so let's switch gears to start talking about the articles that are on the site now. Um, as of right now, the site has a total of 251 articles, which is exactly what I was going for. When I first acquired this site um, back in January of this year, of 2022, uh, the whole idea was to get the site up to 250 articles by December. And here we are in... Uh, late September, early October, and I've reached the goal of 250. And a big reason for that was because we handled 110 extra articles that were added from the uh, um, the age domain that we rolled over into our Project COVID case study. We have a total of 326,000 words onto the site. On average, our articles are around 1,300 words. So that's pretty good. You know, the average is a little higher even than I really expected, but I hey, I will take it. All right. So um, we will be changing up the article strategy a little bit with this site. And a reason being, we're going to be going after some more competitive keywords. We now have a site that has a DR of about 28, 27. And uh, because of that DR and because it's a little higher, we should be able to go after some more competitive keywords. Um, I was just looking over in Search Console and I saw that some of the keywords that the site's ranking for is getting about a thousand hits in terms of uh, search results per month. So I'm going to start looking for some 
articles that are estimated to get about a thousand uh, hits per month. Maybe I'll shoot a little bit higher, like a thousand to fifteen hundred, and just see what happens. You know, create the content, throw it out there, and when you start getting into these more competitive keywords, you really start getting into some of the real money makers um, for affiliates. You know, within the site as well, and getting more and more traffic to the site. As of right now, the site has a split of about seventy-five to twenty-five in terms of info versus affiliate content. So because of that, you know, pretty hefty split, you know, kind of three to one um, for every three informational posts, there's one affiliate article. Um, I'm going to tune that up a little bit, you know, and try to get some more affiliate content out there, maybe get that to around 50, 50, 60, 40 or so. And with more affiliate content, there's more opportunity to be making more money with the site. Um, another thing I'm going to be doing is going back and optimizing some of the top posts that the site is ranking for already, but maybe adding a few tables here, adding a table there, um, trying to optimize the top of these articles to make sure that people are uh, clicking over to the affiliate offers, especially with Amazon, at least for now, and going with that. That's called conversion rate optimization. Um, one of the things that I use to help me with my CRO uh, or conversion rate optimization is the uh, quick wins by... Um, uh, Mushfeek over at the website flip.com. Um, it's just a nice little air table. It's kind of like Excel sheet that lists around, I think, two or 300 things that you can do to help increase the traffic or the income or the uh, uh, the authority of a site that you can do literally just by clicking a few buttons in most instances. So going to be going back and doing that on a lot of the articles just so I can try to squeeze every cent that I really can out of the traffic that is coming to the site already. Now, let's start jumping into the page views and the search console. So within this, um, the page views that the Project Coven site got so far in uh, the month nine of the site was around 11, around 12,000 uh, users, which is around uh, around 15, let me, let me start over, around 15,000 page views. It had like 12,000 users, but the page views is probably what's more important in the sessions. We have 15 or so thousand page views, which is around 20% up versus what it got the previous month. We're still getting some pretty good growth month over month. Um, it did kind of plateau for a couple of uh for about a month and a half or so where there wasn't much growth at all but when we merged in that other age domain traffic kicked up pretty well um i'm gonna be honest when we first got the site it was barely getting 30 or 40 hits per month you know per day i'm sorry um so around like 1500 or so hits per per month it was getting and the fact that we're around you know 15,000 page views right now uh, that's pretty good to say we've had the site now actively working on it for about six and a half, seven months. Um, we've, you know, more than, you know, 15 X of traffic, I guess you can say at that point. So, uh, we're still trucking right along. We're hoping that, um, it gets better, but we know that this is a seasonal niche. So traffic, at least at this point, I'm looking to kind of level off, pick up a little bit during Black Friday, a little bit during the Christmas uh, rush, and especially going into Q4 right now. And then at that point, you know, hopefully it uh, starts to pick up again. With this niche, things start to pick up again around late January, and then just starts kind of skyrocketing until the end of the summer. So hopefully, you know, we're, we're setting this up for a nice push that we can have at the uh, um, uh, within the next year, you know, basically that we're looking for. Um, now, when we look at the Ezoic numbers, usually the Ezoic numbers are a little bit uh, higher than what we get with um, 
analytics with Google Analytics. As of right now, they say that our traffic is up 23%. It's around, instead of just around 15,000, we're getting 15,300 uh, in terms of visits to the site. Uh, page views was around 17,500 page views. So, uh, Hey, that's that's excellent. You know, we're cl we're closing in on twenty. Hopefully, we can get that hockey stick curve at some point. Um, and uh, by getting that hockey stick curve, hopefully, we can get this up to around fifty thousand, and then move it to either uh, Ezoic. Sorry, it's already on Ezoic. Uh, start considering whether or not we should move the site to Mediavine at the time. But we'll cross that bridge once we get there. Um, when we're looking at some of the search, uh, the Google Search Console graphs, you can see it's a it's a little straight. You know, there's not really a lot of ups, not really a lot of downs. It's been pretty consistent over the last three months. Um, we are, I am expecting this to go up just a tad, especially since we were able to merge over the other site. But over the last three months, we just have just over a million impressions for the site. And and then total clicks is around 26, 27,000 uh, that we're going for. So, hey, that's that's pretty good. And I'll take it left and right. Um, now, in terms of comparing this to the previous three months, we went from 640,000 impressions total to just over the 1 million now. So impressions have almost doubled, you know, up about 80 percent. And the same thing with the total clicks from 14,000 to 27,000. So we are doing excellent in terms of uh, growth month after month. And I'm hoping that it continues to grow at this pace. Um, now let's talk about uh, quickly some of our sponsors that we have for the Project COVID case study. Number one would be Keyword Chef. Keyword Chef is an amazing keyword research tool that helps look into the Google search for you for particular keywords and then finding what keywords don't have really great competition, which means you can create content, you can create an article and get it out there on the site and easily rank on number one, literally within days. Keyword Chef is an amazing tool. We'll be sure to leave a link down in the description below so that you can check it out. You will get a thousand free credits for using the affiliate link and it will help support the uh, podcast and the channel. So thank you so much for doing that as well. We're also sponsored by the uh, Niche Website Builders. They are handling our Haro uh, uh, link outreach, I guess you can say, when it comes to the Project Colvin case study. And um, they're doing an okay job. I'm not going to say they're doing amazing, but we did um, was able to talk with a couple of people. We're getting it fixed, and now we're uh, on the road to getting it even better than it was even previously. So uh, uh, really looking forward to what Niche Website Builders is going to be able to do for the Haro campaign. And finally, Ezoic. Ezoic is the monetization strategy that we are using for the Project Colvin case study and uh, one of the main ones that we're doing. And, um, you know, Ezoic is a, uh, especially when it comes to lower traffic sites. And when I say lower traffic, I mean anything under 50,000, you know, would probably be one of your best options to go with is Ezoic. Don't go with anybody else. AdSense is not going to pay you as much. Just go after the, you know, get Ezoic because there is no traffic minimums. Literally, if it's under if you're getting a little bit of traffic, you're not going to be seeing a ton of money anyway, but it is nice to see something coming in. So definitely go sign up for Ezoic and give it a try. Get your site monetized ASAP and go from there. All right. So let's talk about some of the concerns and the potential fixes that we're going to have for the site as well. Um, the EPMV has steadily dropped on the site. When we first got the site onto Ezoic in mid to late January. It was getting a 30 or so dollar EPMV, which is around a 23 to 25. RPM for the site. 
And ever since then, it's steadily dropped. Um, it hasn't been that high since we first got it on there back in January. I'm really interested to see what the site's going to look like in January because it was so high then. Is it going to pick up at that point and what's going to happen? Granted, I know a big reason for this is the economy. The economy is not doing great. So because of that, not many companies are spending as much money on advertising as they used to. That type of thing should bounce back because advertising is super huge when it comes to getting your name out there. And that's what these companies do. So um, we're going to what I have noticed, however, is that some of the new articles on the site, they just pay low and they're not paying as high as I would expect. Now, because we're going after more affiliate content over the next push in terms of the content, I'm expecting these numbers to go up. So we're going to be doing a few more reviews. We're going to be doing some uh, roundups and top 10 type posts and that and this, that and the other, hoping that that will help bring in uh, some higher RPMs, some a higher EPMV for these articles. Um, I will say this. One thing I have noticed is that going for strictly the display ads model, it doesn't work for all niches. Um, the niche that I'm in isn't probably going to get a ton of traffic, you know, but um, it's going to get some high uh, visibility in terms of. Um, the niche itself pays, has a whole bunch of products. The niche has a lot of products in it that are high paying. So people are going to be buying these products and you won't need as much traffic to make decent money with it. But it's um, going for a strictly ad play, a display ads play with it. It's going to take some doing and um, it's going to take some time. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm okay with. So I'm going to go ahead and keep rolling with it. But I have noticed that going to strictly display ads model is not going to always work for all niches. Um, I always push going after an affiliate play in the first place. Um, the beginning of this Project Coven site was more just to get the display ad side of things up and running. But I will be moving it to a more affiliate heavy approach and can and focus on just improving it because that's my bread and butter is what I'm good at. And it's what I'm going to continue doing on the site. Um, growth is much slower than I have anticipated with this site, but it is improving, right? So even 1% better, is still better than the previous month. At least we're not going down. You know, we were able to survive a lot of the Google, um, updates that has happened over the summer and, you know, we're, we're still here and the site is still growing and it can't really do too much uh, worse than that. So let's go ahead and keep going with it, even though the growth is a little slower. Um, I was talking to someone else in this space regarding this particular niche, and he was actually impressed with where the site was so far. So, and because he has a site that's already much, much further along than I am. And, and he was impressed with where the site was right now. And he thinks that we're poised. So hopefully... You know, we're, we're on the same page and we can get these things going with, with the Project Coven case study. Now, let's jump into the income and expenses for the site. Um, from Ezoic, the site in month nine was able to generate $278.61, which is a 12% increase from the previous month. Um, you got to love that, right? Increase, increase, increase. Can't do much better than that. Um, from Amazon, we were able to make around $75.96. That is uh, a, a much big difference than what we had gotten in, in previous months. I believe in month like five or six, we were already getting around two hundred bucks uh, within the com with the commissions that were strictly with Amazon. So don't really know what the difference is. Um, the conversion rates for Amazon has kind of taken a hit. Um, instead of the around ten to twelve percent in conversions we were getting, we're only getting about five and a half percent in terms of conversions. 
Um, most people are, you know, we're getting a lot of those whole cart commissions where people are just buying and they are back on Amazon. Oh, yeah, I meant to buy this, you know, and they go ahead and they buy it and we get a commission for that. So um, with the new site coming in, we are expecting that to go up a little bit more because we're going to be sending more clicks because of that more affiliate content that is related with the site. So not too worried about it 100%, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, the only um, expenses that we have for the site so far is the Ezoic Elite Premium that we're getting currently. It's $58 per month. We are paying monthly. We're not doing the uh, month to month. Oh, sorry, not the month to month, but you're not doing the, uh, the annual plan or something like that because... Uh, I hate being on monthly stuff. You know, I don't even like a cell phone bill that's not monthly, you know. So um, I only want to pay monthly because I do like the flexibility of being able to split if I wanted to. Um, page, I'm sorry, purchase um, age domains. Um, we did purchase that age domain in 110 articles. That was a cost of around $3,100 uh, for the age domain and 110 articles. So there we are. You know, that, that was pretty much the expenses. If it wasn't for the age domain, you know, our expenses would have been next to nothing with the site. So let's go ahead and now talk about the investment analysis is what I call it with the Project Coven case study. So uh, this is where I give you basically a number of how much all in we are with the site and the, versus the site's actual you know valuation so that we can go from there. Um, remember that this is an entire investment. This isn't just growing a site on the side we're trying to see how much money we can make on it based on how much money we put into it all right so so far <coughs> excuse me so so far the total revenue on the site is two thousand six hundred forty dollars and sixty three cents total cost that we've put into the site so far so this includes the age domains and the articles that we put onto the site as well as a couple of extra here and there it's like plugins and whatnot for the site has equaled $15,080. So we are in the hole, $12,439. And you know, you might see hear that and see it and think, oh my goodness, what do you mean you're in the hole $12,000? Well, let's look at it this way. Of the $15,000 that has been put into the site, um, the purchase site has, a, it came with 40 articles. That was $5,800, $5,800. Then we have purchased two age domains, one of which came with an additional 110 articles. So we have a total of $5,100 there and um, 200 articles that were pretty much contracted out uh, to get the site up to 250. And we're at, um, that was around $4,000 investment. That's pretty much the, you know, that's 14,005 right there, basically, in terms of, uh, or 15,000 almost, in terms of investment. So those things didn't need to be done, right? We didn't need to get age domains. We didn't need to purchase articles. We could have written a lot of that content ourselves. And by doing so, we would have saved all of that money, right? We wouldn't have been able to build the site as quickly, but we would have been able to save the money. So if I had built this site from scratch and wrote the articles myself, I would only be in the hole about 500 bucks. And actually, not really, no, let me rephrase that. We would have had an all-in investment of about $500, which means our total revenue was around 2,600, which means we would have been at a positive 19, a positive $2,100 or so. So just to put that all out there, um, we are doing the age domain and the articles is really what's costing the site, but that's just in, to be able to do this as fast as possible, right? Because this is an investment and the faster I get my money back, the best, the better, right? So you have to remember that even with this whole process, um, we have gotten the site up to a DR of 27, 
previously when we purchased it, it was only like at about two or three. So we have a site now with a decent domain rating um, of 27 and 251 articles. And all of that with only a net investment so far of only about $12,000. So let's now look at the site evaluation for the Project Coven case study. Over the last three months, the site has made on average $392. So usually with a site, it's worth the amount of money it, it generates. And then you have a multiple and a multiples, at least right now, around between 35 and 45. So on the low end, this site is worth around $13,700. On the high end, at a 45X multiple, the site's worth about $17,600. So uh, let's take that and split the difference, all right? We're looking at this again from a strictly investment standpoint. If you split the difference, the low end was 13, the high end was 17. You know, let's say it's approximately 15,000. So that's if we get like a 38, 39, 40 X multiple with when if and when we were able to sell the site. So that means that the site's worth about $15,000. And that's about how much we're in the site, right? Is around total cost of $15,000. So that's on top of the total revenue that the site has already generated, $2,600. We are actually up around what two thousand twenty five hundred or so dollars with the site we're more than just break even we are a little bit above break even in terms of the revenue so we are doing pretty good we could sell the site and say that over the last you know work that we've done over the site over the last few uh months would have netted us around 2500 bucks but we're going to continue pushing because right now the change is not going to be just adding more articles, adding more articles. We're going to be um, adding articles, but being more strategic with them and then working on <clears throat> getting the authority of the site a little bit higher so that we can continue seeing other articles rank. And now um, I've basically taken some of the equity that was in the Project Colvin site itself and reinvested it in itself. And by doing that, we're hoping that it's going to end up working out pretty well. So I'm totally excited about where the uh, Project Colvin case study is right now. Um, things are going to start turning, especially as we get into um, more deeper into Q4 with the Black Friday coming up, with um, the uh, things that are coming on toward the end of the year and the holidays as well. Really looking forward to what's going to be happening with it. Please stay tuned. I promise I'll be able to keep um, these Project Colvin case studies up and running because they actually have become pretty popular to people who are listening. So thanks so much for watching or listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.